Today, we're talking about something a little different. Instead of talking about uh, the, the uh, Upwork and workers and, and some of the practical aspects, we're talking about our own company and <clears throat> some uh, company culture. And uh, this, is a, this is a topic that I think is, is really important. I think um, out there in the, in the workplace, a lot of companies do it the wrong way. Usually the company is motivated from the top down to be very profit focused. And um, of course it's important. It's a, it's a measure of health for a company to be profitable, obviously. Um, but there are other considerations as well. And when you have a company filled with people, then you have something special. And that is um, you have all these different people, different um, backgrounds and different motivations. And, and, and um, so to me, treating people right is it's gotta be the foundation of, of a company in, if, if people are gonna be happy and if you're gonna be successful. So that being said, um, let's jump into our questions here. Um, you and others have said before you like the culture at Softyware. So I've had a couple, a few of our, um, a few people on our team have come to me individually and said that you like the way we're doing things and you want to be a part of it. So without going too much into specifics, what are the major reasons you think our team says this and, and you know, why you've said this? Well, I think it's just the ability to kind of be able, be available for everybody on the team and know that they're actual people and understand that um, to have for people to have a good work life balance and a good understanding, I think is key. And it's uh, I think in a world where, you know, right now with COVID and everything like that, where a lot of people are working remote, I think we kind of lose track of that. Um, we kind of lose track of the human aspect of things and, you know, people become um, hours and numbers and tasks instead of human beings. And you don't have that ability to kind of go over and talk to somebody that you would, um, you know, working in an office setting or something like that. But right. I think at Softyware, we do a great job of kind of having um, communication between team, team members and things like that to kind of mm -hmm. understand that they're people and they have kids and wives and families and personal interests and things like that. And I think that kind of helps build a more of a personal relationship. And that makes, um, that kind of makes the work better because you know, when you know something about somebody personally, or when you guys have a common interest or a common goal, um, it kind of helps uh, with the workday and kind of getting things done and having somebody on your side and somebody on your team that um, you can kind of relate to, to kind of, kind of work things out. So um, I think that's important. Um, especially when you have everybody that's globally all over in different places. I think it's kind of good to have those types of relationships. Yeah. So I put this, this question is kind of down the way, but I want to jump into it um, because you know, you know, my background and, and my reasoning behind why, why I want to treat people the right way. Um, but there's another major factor, which is a book that, um, that I found and it's Jason Freed, who's the founder of Paste Interactive. And um, I think I sent you a copy of this book. It doesn't have to be crazy at work, right? Right. Yeah, so pretty early on, uh, we started working together and I was like, Ken, you have to read this book. This book's pretty amazing. But that book to me sums up how I want to approach company culture at Softyware. And Jason Freed, he, he had a, 
real luxury that they started the company. I don't they were young guys. Um, they started the company and they had a uh, project management software. This was back in, I believe this is back in the early 2000s. So this is pretty early in the, the whole internet game. And they were profitable, he said, from the first month. So you can you can look at their, the way they treat their employees and say, well, you know, it's it's a it's because they were so profitable that they decided to go about that. But I think more than that, it's for for us, it's a good model for us to follow. And it's it's not a good excuse to say that um, you know when things are going well, when things aren't going well, then then you know we'll treat people well or not treat people well. We just need to do it the right way from the start. <clears throat> so um, going back to that book, I don't think it's something. Um, sorry. So you read the book. What sticks out in your mind about the book, and what, if anything, do we imitate about the book? And is there anything we can implement better? I think one of the things that kind of was brought up is sometimes high stress and high energy can yield results quickly, but it's not, it's not something that's sustainable over time and people will get burnout, things like that. So um, I think, you know, from a company standpoint, understanding a good work-life balance and, and understanding that, you know, we all have goals and we all have things that we need to meet, but at the same time, you know, we don't want people working 12 hours a day. We don't want people working, you know, on weekends. We don't want sp- people spending time away from their families yeah. um, to, to do work because the, at the end of the day, the most important thing is, um, you know, your life, right? And, and kind of um, having a, a work-life balance. I think that's mm-hmm. extremely important. And I think um, to make somebody want to wake up on Monday morning and come in and do work, um, we don't want them burn out because they were working on Saturday and Sunday night. Um, right. to do it at the same time. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's, I think that's important. Um, and I think yeah. that, that helps a lot of people feel refreshed and energized when they're doing work here. Yeah. Something that, something that I've always thought is, wouldn't it be terrible if like you have a company where, um, where you get a lot of productivity out of people, but you're essentially, your company is essentially the reason for the downfall of their marriage or, for the fact that they never got to really know their kids and their kids are not grown and you sucked away the best uh, part of their day and their years. And you're really the reason your company is the reason. And I, and I would hate that to be true on the flip side, we can look at it on the positive, the, the positive aspect and say, wouldn't it be cool if by the way we treat people by the, by the policies that we implement in the company, if, we could actually be responsible for someone having a better relationship with their spouse, having a better uh, family life, whatever that means uh, in their family, spending time with those kids who need their dad and their mom and, you know, need time with their, their parents. Uh, so that, that's something that jumped out at me. Like, like when you were saying, if people are super burned out, you know, and, and uh, they might struggle in their family life. Well, we don't want to be the reason for someone in the company. And, and I would even say that if someone is someone was struggling, then we would want them to go and take care of that. And we would, you know, we would not penalize them for that, you know, because that is uh, it's a much bigger part of their happiness is their family life than their work life, right? So um, so what do you think are some characteristics? And you and I have worked together since 2005. We've been together at different companies. 
I don't want to, I don't want to obviously make a public example of any company we, we've worked at. And I would say that there's good and bad characteristics um, that we've had at any company we've worked at. But what do you think in general are some characteristics of a bad company culture? Um, bad company culture is when people are overworked or unsure of what they're doing. I think that's the key is, you know, you have people that are working a ton, but they don't understand the big picture or they don't understand um, what the, all their hard work is going towards. Um, and I've worked at a few companies that have had that before and it's been, and it's difficult. Um, I think, you know, most of the time it's good to communicate with people to say, Hey, you know, we we have this, we have this project. This is how it helps us grow. This is how it's going to help us in the future. Or if they have a project that's small and it says, you know what, Hey, this is just going to be something that's going to be temporary for five weeks. Um, and you know, we're going to get it done and then move on to the next as long as people kind of understand that that's good. And I think people can then set their agendas and their internal clocks to kind of work towards whatever the company goal is and the company mission is. And I think that's important is to kind of have a clear understanding of uh, what you're doing within the company and what your role is and how valuable and important point that is to both the company and to people that work within the company. So, mm -hmm. and one of the first things I came that, that when I came on was, um, to communicate with, with people internally and, and make sure that um, they have everything that they need to do their jobs um, and answer any questions that they might have as you're building projects, writing stories, um, and, 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 and gaining and grabbing work um, that, you know, everybody's kind of on the same page. And I think that means that we're all, we're all pulling the same way, we're all going in the same direction, we'll have the same understanding. Right. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. If we were rowing a boat and, you know, two of us on, on one side were rowing one direction and the other two were like flipped around rowing in the other direction, you'd just be going around in circles. You might even cause a, a whirlpool and get sucked into it. You have to have a lot of people for that whirlpool, Tim, but that, <laughs> it's a possibility. <laughs> um, so what do you think are root causes behind a bad company culture? So, um, to me, I, I totally agree with you that a bad company culture is, uh, is a lot around communication. It's also around bad policies and prioritizing the bottom line over, over the, the well-being of your employees. And it's easy to make the excuse that, well, um, if it wasn't for the bottom line, then we wouldn't, be, you know, we wouldn't be able to take care of our employees. So that's why we have to put the bottom line first. But I think that, that the first thing in your company, the most valuable asset, the most valuable thing in the company is the people that you have working with you, right? All of us together. And um, so I don't know if this is, you know, going to yield a different, different answer, but what do you think are some of the root causes behind a bad company culture? Um, I think, you know, you can't treat your employees as numbers. I think the key is you, you treat them the same way you would treat your clients, right? You need your clients, obviously, to run your business and to, and to, and to make and grow and, and, and grow the business. But you need the people that work for your company um, as, just as much as you need the clients because they're the ones that have to do the work to, to make the clients happy. So, um, you know, having that kind of understanding that, hey, we're all in this together. We all need each other and we're all valuable here, um, I think helps a ton um, to let people yeah. know that, um, the work that they're doing is appreciated and valued and 
that they're part of something that helps helps us all. So yeah, yeah. I think I think we've we've seen before how a client gets treated with kid gloves, while the employees who who deal with the client by the company aren't necessarily treated in the same way. And um, I've heard it said, I don't remember where I saw this. It wasn't in that book. It wasn't in that book by Jason Fried, but it was treat your employees the way that you would want them to treat your clients. So, you know, we have, we have the, the company has clients and, you know, it's, it's, it's all fine to have policies and say, here's how you have to, to be with clients, right? You have to um, be respectful. You have to what, whatever, X, Y, Z. But if, you treat your employees as a company, if you treat your employees badly, then those, those employees then are gonna model that behavior when they're dealing with your clients. And then you're gonna have this effect happening where clients will go away, will leave because of that bad treatment and you'll be like, what's going on, right? So um, I, think that's a, I think that's a great way to look at it that we should, um, we should treat our employees the same way that we want our employees to deal with our clients. So, all right, in contrast, what is it about software knowing that we need to keep better, keep getting better and not rest on our laurels um, that makes it a good company culture? So what are, what are some things that you like about our company culture? Um, I, everybody's uh, extremely helpful. And you know what? Um, we're a smaller company, so we can, we, wear, we can wear different hats. And I may, have, I may have some struggles with something technically, and I can have a developer kind of help work me through some, some things. There's some things, some things that I don't communicate as well. And me and the developer can have a nice, our developers can have a good discussion and get on a, a Zoom call and, and really um, make a clear understanding of what a project, what, what's needed for a project to be done. And I think that's important to be able to spend time because you don't have that personal interaction where I can't walk up to your desk and say, show me what you're talking about. Yeah. But interactively, we can still, we can still do that. And I think um, people making themselves available to kind of uh, work through issues and work through problems um, is huge. And I think also in contrast to that time spent to, to work out a solution as a team together helps build the continuity of the, of the company as a whole. And I think that's important. Yeah. And um, I've heard that as well from other, from other people on the team where they say that the thing that they like about the way we work is that we're not competing. It's like, we're not competing for being the best person or something like that. So in some, in some teams, you have people who are trying to outshine everybody else, but it seems like the way that we work and I don't, I don't always understand why this is, but it's like, there's a certain kind of humility an overarching humility that, that um, people are just uh, there to help the others, right? We're there to help the others. We're there to slot in uh, we're there to slot in wherever, <clears throat> wherever we can be helpful. And, um, I think, I think that is, uh, this is a, this is a pretty cool thing for someone to say that here at this team, people are just trying to help out. And I know that sounds cliche. We, we can, it can sound like cliche, but if you, if you think about the way that it's at your company and I'm talking about the listener, you know, do people, are people always just there to help you or do you feel like there's competition and that you're you're being um you're being treated like uh i don't know a racehorse or something um so <laughs> anyway um all right so then the company is still in the infancy stages but i've said before 
that I want, and this is, I got this directly from Jason Fried and the, um, it doesn't have to be crazy at work book, but I've said that I want every full-time person to get an hour off daily, a day off weekly and a month off yearly in addition to other vacation time. You know, that sounds kind of crazy in our current um, company, you know, with a lot of companies, they would, they would never want to implement something like this, but I'm fully committed to implementing this. And I think it's going to be a huge factor in the reason that our company um, is really successful versus just, you know, struggling along. And um, so what do you think will be the impact of a policy like this? And do you, you know, do you, how does it sound to you? Um, I think it's a great idea. I think kind of giving people some more flexibility and the ability to kind of um, map out how they, how they, how they want to work, I think is great. Um, when we talk about giving somebody, you know, people, uh, you know, a day off weekly or day off every other week is huge because uh, some people will be gladly work a little bit harder Monday yeah. through Thursday when they know they have Friday off. I mean, right. we all know what it's like when you have a vacation or a long weekend or something like that coming up. Um, there's a different motivation that comes into what you're doing um, on a daily basis to say, oh, okay, I have something to look forward to because I'm going to the beach or I'm going to the mountains or whatever the case may be on, over, the, over a long weekend. And, you know, you can kind of gear yourself up for that. And it kind of gives you some flexibility to not, again, not feel like you're overworked or, or anything yeah. like that. But um, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of motivation regarding that. And um, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's a really good thing to, to have. Yep. Um, and just, um, I guess this is the last question about, about company culture. So some companies out there have every single employee with an ownership stake. And I don't know, I don't know necessarily all the legal, the legal behind it and all the policies and everything, but one example of this is Shields. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Shields, but they're, they're a big outdoor superstore. Um, and they just opened a store south of us in Colorado Springs. And we didn't go there on the day of the grand opening, but we've been there pretty frequently since it opened. And it's pretty, pretty crazy, but we're, we're aware that their employees are all company owners. So I don't, again, I don't know how that's done. I don't know if that means when the first day that you start there, you already have a stake. I have no idea, but it's a company owned. It's, sorry. It's a, it's a, an employee owned company. So, so it's not a public company and it's not a company with huge private ownership group. And then the employees all being employees but the employees are actually owners. And I have been really amazed at all the visits I've made to Shields. The employees are super helpful and it's not like put on, you don't feel like it's being put on. Um, they're also very knowledgeable, but that's a separate thing. Um, but they're super helpful. They seem very motivated, they seem happy. And um, I'm wondering if, if one of the major factors there is that, is that the, employees are owners as well. What do you think about that? Do you think that's something we should consider at Softiware to give everybody an ownership stake? Yeah, I think it's a great idea for companies to do because the word ownership automatically means you're gonna have a little bit more pride in everything that you do because it's something that's yours. Um, just like, you know, when you own a home, you know, you're gonna have a little more pride at home and you may make you doing your best you can to make it look good or to make it, you know, everything up to date, things like that. Um, same thing with you and you're owning a vehicle as opposed to a rental car or something like that. You feel like you're part of something for a long haul as opposed to just a pit stop. So 
Um, I think when you know that, hey, you're part of something, you're part of a group, a family, an organization where you have stake in it, right? Uh, you have a personal accountability for it because you want to see it grow and succeed because your success is the company's success um, will make you um, a uh, more productive um, and want to see the company do better. So um, we go back to kind of like the whole teamwork thing like that. Um, that's the ultimate teamwork, right? We're all, we all have we're all owners in a, in a specific company and we're all going to work together to make sure that we each, each one of us succeeds individually and as a whole. And I think that's important. Yeah. Well, so then to put you on the spot, do you think this is something that we should consider? Well, I think maybe you did answer it, but, but um, so I think you do think you do think that we should consider it software. Yeah, we should definitely consider it. I mean, it, it's a little bit harder with um, contractors and upworkers, but when we start yeah. gaining, when we start having employees where we're, we're hiring people on um, as, as full-time employees, I think that's a fantastic idea um, because, um, you know, we all we all grow uh, as a part of the software team and people love to get on the ground floor for new exciting start businesses and things like that so yeah and we, and we do have a way to give uh to give even contractors in foreign countries we have a way to give them equity although it's not truly equity but we have we have a phantom equity plan whereby and so far we haven't actually you know it's it's hard i think i think it doesn't really motivate a lot of people and if someone's in a foreign country, they're like, whatever, I just want, I just want a paycheck, right? But um, I think we have a couple, a couple of people who we could probably approach and ask them if they're interested in in a, in a stake. And and I think you know who I'm who I'm thinking. Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah, I think I, I think that that'd be a, a very good idea to yeah. um, I think those people are the people that we're talking about are are entrenched and are very um, helpful and available for the company. And I think, right. you know, they consider themselves not up workers, but employees, yeah. so. Yep. All right, um, well, as you know, Ken, I'm headed out in a couple hours to go camping. So um, my wife got this plot a few weeks ago. She signed up for a, for a plot at 10 mile, 11 mile, sorry, 11 mile reservoir. So we're gonna do a little hiking and camping and and uh, should be fun. So anyway, have a great day and you're in charge while I'm um, while I'm out there. So don't, don't run it into the ground, Ken. You got it. And tell your uh, wife, happy mother's day. And, uh, you guys yeah. enjoy your trip. Same with your wife. Okay. All talk right, talk soon. soon. Yep. All right. Bye -bye.